Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Felicia for the Wind show. Today we have a very special guest back in the studio. I'm calling him our resident astrophysicist. I don't know if he knows that yet, but this is Dakota. And for those out there who do not know, today is July 27th. And yesterday um, was a very interesting day. Retired military veterans testified and told Congress that military leaders have been hiding UAPs, previously known as UFOs. We're going to talk about it. So I want to start here, Dakota. One thing I've observed on the internet thus far in the past 24 hours is that there seems to be three camps of people. There are the people who believe, right? They're like, this is an amazing moment in human history. The future will never be the same, right? Then there's another camp of people that don't care. I was surprised by that. There's, there's actually a lot of people that don't give a shit at all. Yeah. You know what's interesting is the, the don't care people seem to fall under the believing that they're there and just being like, yeah, of course they are. Like, so what? Who cares? You're right. Yeah, We've you're right. Like it's not, it's not from out, the people who are more outspoken to me, they're not, they don't doubt it. They just, they literally just don't care, which is pretty crazy if you think about. You're so right. It's like they've already drank the Kool-Aid, right? Mm -hmm. Like they've already been like, yeah, no, we've already gone down this conspiracy rabbit hole and we already believe it. And like now you guys are just acknowledging it. So they're like apathetic. Yeah. And then there's yeah. a third camp. There are people who are like, it's not enough evidence. I do not believe. So I want to start here. Which camp would you say that you belong to, Dakota? And generally speaking, what were your thoughts on yesterday's hearing? Yeah, so I'm 100% in the not enough evidence. And I think that that's just sort of like baked in to the way that I think as a scientist. Um, you know, if I was, I studied, so I studied planets. And if I were to uh, come up with some like fuzzy, grainy, you know, ambiguous signal or something and write it up and say that I found a planet that has X, Y, and Z, but I didn't have enough evidence that other experts could look at and also vet and test. Uh, I would submit it to a journal and they would like send it back and say like, this isn't, this isn't appropriate. This cannot be added to the scientific knowledge because there isn't enough evidence. There's not strong enough evidence, statistical significance. And that's really all it is, which is why most, if not all, not, not all, but most um, space people, uh, space scientists, like astronomers, astrophysicists, physicists, I mean, engineers, I think most scientists in general just kind of acknowledge that it isn't quite enough evidence. Um, I would say that there isn't really any that for me says, oh, that might be, you know, aliens. Right. Like it, there's a, a thousand things that, you know, some of these videos would I would guess could be explained by before that. So my you know, the hearing was interesting. Now, it is just a hearing. Right. So it's not like um, any of them, it's, even if they had 
the evidence like in their house, in their backyard. I don't think that that was the um, appropriate like venue for them to come and like lay it out on the table or anything like that. It was just a hearing. So I don't think that I was expecting to see any um, like paradigm shifting evidence in this. But mm-hmm. what we heard was, you know, um, claims that each of those people have already made in different avenues. It was just now, you know, under under oath in front of Congress. And um, they're all reporting di- very different things, right? They're all reporting seeing extremely different objects, interacting with extremely different objects. One guy had the Tic Tac pill thing. The other person had some sort of diamond formation and a red cube and an orb. So yeah. these are like very, is it like, are these different species of aliens that are... <laughs> sending different crafts, you know, and then one of them um, was saying about the uh, material, biological material, and he was the only one that was saying that. So so they were all saying very different things, which um, doesn't, you know, I guess, I guess it doesn't, it's not like their stories all need to be corroborated, but um, for me, there, there's some interest in how open the interpretation of everything is and how resistant they all seem to be to questioning anything that they're saying. Which, Wait, what uh, do you mean? How resistant the, the, uh, the retired vets? Yeah, yeah. They, they, are, they aren't really uh, resistant to, quest- to like questioning themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, even if you and I are talking about it, say you feel really strongly about something, I mean, you're pretty, you're pretty open-minded. So you'd be like, you know, well, you, know, I, I feel like this, but it could, it could be this, it could be that, you know, I, I don't, you know, this isn't like set in stone. This isn't the Bible, but you can really sort of like hear the conviction when they talk about these things. And when I, for me, when, when, when there's that like religious conviction behind an idea, you should have something tangibly producible to, to, to back that up. And when you don't have that, but you have this, like, no, I, I know what I saw. This was something that defied physics. Like, if it defies physics, for me, like, can we get some sort of evidence? You're saying that this breaks the rules that we understand about the universe. There should be something more than you just saying, well, I talked to a lot of people. Okay. All right. Well, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, I'm sure. I think where I want to start, right? is with this whole idea of like evidence, right? And like what evidence is. And so like, for example, this conviction that you're talking about, right? Let's back up and actually let's talk about like knowledge. Like what does it mean to know something, right? Like knowing something versus believing something. And when we're talking about firsthand experiences, that's not in my mind, that's not a belief anymore, right? Like that is in the realm of like knowing, like the, the person experiences that as a knowing, right? So like, I would expect nothing else from someone who had a first person experience um, yeah. than for them to have that kind of conviction of like, no, I know what I saw. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, this kind of leads into like the next series of, of ideas and of questions. And that is, how do we, like as a scientific community, right? Like how, how does the scientific community plan on dealing with these circumstances in which evidence might not be available in the way that we're used to? I mean, after all, we might not be dealing with human beings 
or we might not be dealing with people from this same dimension. And by the way, that's what I believe. I don't know if I believe that they're from another planet. I kind of believe that they're from like, you know, another dimension within Earth, but we can kind of like get into this very specific theory that I have. But, you know, isn't it possible that the evidence that we're used to getting might not be possible to get if we're dealing with something we've never gotten before? You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I hear I hear your question. And first of all, yes, there of course there can be for any given thing that ever happens, there can be evidence that 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 you just don't know to look for, you know? Like, I mean, um the James Webb Space Telescope studies different wavelengths of light that we didn't know existed, you know, 200 years ago. So, we're literally having access to new information about the early universe that we never had access to before because we didn't even know to look for that evidence. So, so I told I completely agree with you on that. But what I don't agree with would be that there is just evidence we just there isn't evidence. Like there isn't a way to detect it. There isn't a way to um to like find some information. So if you're talking about like something in other dimensions or something like that, then um Well, I just say it like that. Again, you said it like, like it was a, bullshit. You just you just said it like no, it was bullshit. No, no, no. I'm not I'm not saying it, I'm not saying like it's like it's bullshit because I under like you know, we live in this. I mean, even quantum mechanics, there's a, a bunch of other dimensions that are like much smaller and like I would have no we're sort of like what well, you do you see how you kind of have to invoke something else that we know nothing you have to like almost make up you have to play with like this theoretical framework that yeah. doesn't have any any like physical footing and every time that um sometimes I'll ask a question like a comment that I get on a video um I'll ask a question like well blah 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 doesn't this make sense so that makes sense and to answer it instead of stopping and you know thinking about how we're getting out into like this fantasy realm and just coming up with an coming up with more answers that are really just creating Theories. more questions. Yeah. 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 And it's not that that's wrong. It's not that's wrong, but that, it, but it's that it's not scientific. And for me, like a scientific line of, of questioning and thinking can help us figure out reality. And when you like get away from that and it's all the, the what ifs, you just have a problem getting like a footing in evidence. And it's like hard to build a case that uh, can like hold up really strong to questioning without having to sort of like make up more things. Yeah. However, as we know, right? Mm -hmm. Absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. But True. then here, here's here's the other thing, right? So David David Fravor is his name, right? So he is a um, retired Navy commander. Oh, uh, which he's one? The, Let's see. He's the Tic Tac guy. The Tic Tac guy. Okay, the guy with the um with the white hair. With right? the white hair. Right. Yeah, he was my favorite mm -hmm. for some weird reason. Maybe he reminds me mm -hmm. of someone I know. But um. He so listen, like a fun, he seems like a fun, like zany kind of right? character. Yeah, like a good energy to him for sure. He has a yeah. good energy, right? Exactly. So anyway, he's the Tic Tac guy, right? And he is describing this encounter that he had. He saw this Tic Tac. 
Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, is that he says that there was a 90 second video and I, I tried to like cross reference. I think that's the video that everyone keeps like that's the footage that everyone keeps playing, like the grainy gray video of, of an object kind of like moving mm-hmm. sporadically. But he says and that by, by far uh, that, that that video is like by far one of the clearest videos of any of these. And that and it's that's it's such a low level. I mean, imagine you were on tri- you were in the jury on trial and there was a murder and the, and this was the level of resolution of footage that you had to identify the suspect. Could you do it like beyond a reasonable doubt? There's just there's no way. Well, it's something. It is something. It's something. And it's, it's something. So so listen, right? So he's saying uh-huh. he has this footage. The footage is moving uh-huh. sporadically. He says that this footage doesn't match any technology that we know of on Earth today. He says mm. the words otherworldly. So why yeah. is that not considered to be evidence? So I'm not saying that it's not considered to be evidence, but let's look at the let's look at that claim itself a little bit closer otherworldly so immediately now if this what this guy in in, i mean i'm pretty sure that he's up there with his knowledge of what flying capabilities that we have you know being a high level in the military so i'm sure that he's you know among some of the people that has the the best knowledge there but what we're saying what he's saying is that because he doesn't know what something is then it must be from another planet how 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 because i don't know what this thing is that i'm looking at it must be aliens that came from across the galaxy it must be there's no other explanation because i mean we could we could think about you know this is this is an example this is a hopefully this isn't a straw man this is an example that makes sense to me but you know, if we if we could just go back in time a hundred years, two hundred years, and bring some of the technology that we had and show humans who you know had all the exact same mental capabilities and faculties that we have now, some of our technology, they would be like, "This is not of humans, <laughs> right? This is this is from another planet. We don't have this technology." And that's interesting. You know, so it's not like our Homo sapien like ancestors like. If we were able to teleport a television back to them, they would be like, this is aliens for sure. Yeah, like f- streaming through invisible waves right. and popping a new picture right here. They would think it was a whole different universe sitting in front of them watching TV. And but of course, it's not like this is just it was just technology that, you know, hadn't been invented yet or whatever. And so I think that there's got to be a lot of space for we just we just know that what that is but dakota and so so could it be from the future it could be from the future then that could be humans from the future what so what makes you so what makes you think that i mean i guess i guess i don't you know because when we talk about either traveling vast distances or time travel we're like out of the realm of what at least in physics and practicality we think is possible that doesn't mean that it can't be done just because we don't understand it yet we learn things all the time but what would be the there's just a lot of holes it's very interesting (laughs) as a concept but there's a lot of holes in that why would in the future why would they be going back in time to like what what are they do what, what what's really going on you know what i mean like what's the motive 
Why do they suck so bad? Why do they crash? Why do they keep getting caught on camera? What's weird and, and interesting mm -hmm. is that I literally have a theory. I have a whole theory. But before oh, I get theory. into that theory, <laughs> uh -huh. I want what I want to say is like, okay, the, the U.S. military, right, is mm -hmm. the, like the, the, the biggest company on the planet is the U.S. military. Like, yeah. on the whole planet, right? So if there is technology that exists that is so far beyond what we can create, that we can't even reverse engineer it, like the things that they, they say that they found, we can't reverse engineer it, we don't understand it, we are looking at this, yes, grainy footage, but we can understand that like the way that this, this object is moving is, be, is so far beyond what the most powerful military on the planet can comprehend. Like, do we really think that one of our enemies is like light years ahead of us, like 10, 20, 30 times more intelligent than we are right now? How likely is that? Isn't that unlikely? Yeah, I think I, I, think I agree with you on that, that for, it's a bit far-fetched to think that anybody has any sort of weapons that are ahead of us. Even if somebody was able to develop it, I feel like we would, we're probably spying on them. We would probably like copy it, the technology or, uh, you know, pay off the people to work for us or something like that. So, I mean, I agree with you there. Um, now, I do, I do still think that that, as unlikely as that, you know, sounds in, in the way that you described it, it's still exponentially more likely than um time travelers or galaxy traversers however uh that that kind of like pushes me back into this other camp which is more so of what i think that i put my eggs in in the basket if i had to choose gun to my head what is the explanation here which would be that just that specific pilot however high his, his rank was and i don't know if he was he was navy right navy. He's, a navy, he's a yes. navy pilot navy commander navy. and command yeah so like way up there mm -hmm. that there still could be other within the u.s military other projects that are like more secretive or more locked down or something like that that they just weren't um that they just weren't mm, aware of mm. and and that's and that is and that also makes sense when you think about like the dod and how they're like shutting down all these private uh skiff communication areas they are you know talking about national security because if they do have like secret weapons or they're testing stuff which i mean they do they like build trillion dollar jets and like junk them and start new projects and that sort of thing it, it's not like that's not a crazy thought and and i don't really think that's a it's very secretive but i don't think that it's really a conspiracy you know wow it's, um, okay so you're saying that there might be departments so see, so that's interesting. So I've had this thought, but in the other direction, right? But what you're saying is that mm -hmm. the departments within the military might not have access to what each other is doing, right? What the, uh, what mm -hmm. the other party is doing. And so they might be reporting the UFOs that are like the experiments of a whole another department that is just on such super secretive lockdown mm -hmm. that David Fravor d d doesn't know about it. And, and none of his... None of his uh, subordinates do either. Right. And um, that would, and I mean, and that would make sense, right? If he went 
with his team, his squad. He and this is what he says happened. He talked. He reported it. They never like met with him again. They never investigated or or called under question or to to their knowledge. They just kind of dropped it and hushed it. And that, you know, in this hypothetical situation that we're talking about, would make perfect sense if they ended up reporting something that you know somewhere up the chain is like, oh no, shut that down. Like we're not just don't just keep that keep that hushed there's nothing to investigate we're not gonna still this other project that we have going on over here that i mean like that seems aligned with how something like that would go now i'm not saying that's what what happened but that like if we're if we're being open-minded and thinking about potentially you know what could explain a situation like that other than the government knows it's aliens and just doesn't want us to to talk about it which also which also could be true. That also could be true because, okay, what we're getting at right now, right? We're, we're getting into like, what is the motive? That's why I think this point is actually a very good point, right? That like, I guess technically I can see that certain departments are kept private from other departments. I, f- I feel like that's absolutely going mm-hmm. on. But in order for me to really believe that that is like what's happening in this instance, that would mean that there were American teams right now who understand how to defy physics. Is that that is that a thing? That's not a. We don't know how to do that. But, but we're what, like, what have you seen that defied physics? I haven't seen something and looked at it and was like, oh, this defies physics. I hear them say, I, in all three of their accounts, I heard them all saying that they saw things that defied physics, and I heard them saying that they talked to other people who saw things that defied physics. I haven't seen anything that defies physics. If I, I mean, that's literally all it would take. If I saw something that defied physics, like that, I, I haven't, though. I think the, I think the footage presented is, mm-hmm. is pretty close. I mean, things going back and forth at those kinds of speeds mm-hmm. is kind of odd. I don't know. I don't know if there it's are defy physics, right? Yeah. That to, for me, that doesn't defy physics. Hmm. Something that now something that goes really fast and then changes directions would be um, on the inside would be fatal to like a pilot, you know, a pilot, if they're, if the acceleration was several G's or something, I don't know how, how, how many G's the body can take, maybe eight or nine or, or something before you literally just would get smashed or you'd pass out. But who said that those are craft that had people in them? Like we know right now that there's drones that can fly around silently. Our government has their fly- There's probably one flying over both of us right now. So it doesn't, there doesn't necessarily have to be people in there. So, like, what physics is being, is actually being defied? Okay, I think that, that I think that's a good point. But I want to and, throw the ball. And these, are, and these uh-huh. are literally just questions. I'm just, I'm just asking, like, questions to get at, to, like, try to dig into to what's really being said. So, let's look at this from another angle. Mm-hmm. How would we get evidence? Like, how would evidence be collected if something was defying yeah. physics? Would we even have the technology to really pick up on that? And 
like what they're saying, right, is that what various people say is like when they're interacting with these objects, the objects have some sort of technology that turns off whatever recording devices we have, you know, from from being able to even pick it up. So which is crazy convenient for the uh, for the aliens and the UFOs, huh? Um, yeah. So it's like we could record it. But every time I record Bigfoot, he disables my all my electronics. So, but, but also, I mean, I think it's videos like when we well, see you know, a video, are people going to. So that's the other thing that I think is like interesting that's going on is like people. All right. Let's just play devil's advocate and say that people have made videos on their phones, on their this, on their that. But we are at a place of such skepticism that like, even if a video was 100% legit, people would be skeptical. Like it, because it's so far and it's so weird. And because of all of like, for example, the CGI technology that we have and all of this mm -hmm. and that, like we're going to permanently be skeptical. Are we not? Like how, how do we ever get to a point where like, there's irrefutable evidence of a video. Well, I think that we're so far from, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And, and I think that we're so far from that place. Like there is no video that has been shown that is like, that obviously points to like, even if, even if the, even if in the video we're seeing something that, just can't be explained by any technology that any human on earth can explain. There's still a gap between us not being able to explain it and us confirming that this is made by aliens from another planet. Like every, I feel like I keep, um, you know, sometimes I'll give like these examples, you know, maybe the military isn't talking to each other. Maybe it's another country, something. And it, and it seems like I'm making up uh, explanations. And in a sense, I am. But the biggest, most outlandish explanation to make up in a scenario for something that we witness on Earth is that life evolved on another planet, which we believe is probably true, but we have no evidence that there's life anywhere. We have no evidence that there's an advanced technology anywhere. We have no evidence that you can go faster than the speed of light or like travel through dimensions. And we're just assuming that all of these things that there's no evidence for are true to explain this craft, which is moving in a way that perhaps is beyond, you know, what any craft that we know of are. So it's, there's like, I think that it's such a common thing talking about, about aliens and UFOs that we sort of like forget how many assumptions are going into the possibility that, that they could be here. Again, it's not, I'm, I'm not saying that, that they that it's not true i'm just saying that but there's so much more evidence that could be filled in there so I have that a, makes sense. it makes sense right it makes sense i have a coworker who was just telling me a story he was in nevada this was when he was a time lapse videographer so he had all these big fancy cameras he would go out to the desert prop up his camera with his friend and they would just do like a time lapse of the desert. He says that one night him and his friends saw something that behaved 
just like David Fravor described. Moving sporadically in the sky, this and that, whatever. And him and his friend, right after it happened, they looked at each other, they confirmed to each other that they both saw it. Neither of them Mm. is crazy. They're never going to forget this moment. They did see it, in fact. And they were so excited to look back over their footage because they had the fancy cameras. And they said that when they looked back over the footage, it just looked like a shooting star. It didn't look like, it didn't look like anything. So like, it's, I think, I don't think it's ever going to look like anything. I don't think there is a video. I don't think it's possible personally for there to be a video that makes the entire world believe. What would that video have to look like? We would have to be so damn close to this ufo the camera would have to be like tracking the ufo somehow Mm. which is already crazy the whole thing is crazy like it's impossible that's that's really my theory right like it's impossible Mm -hmm. for us to gather this irrefutable evidence so at some point like is everyone tripping like like how how would we even get this evidence like i understand the idea of like needing evidence for sure but the idea of, like the evidence has to be so irrefutable, I don't know if that's possible. I mean, it's worked for every other thing that we've ever learned in science. Literally. Uh, bio, um, what we know about biology, what we know about evolution, what we know about uh, the universe expanding, what we know about light, what we know about atomic energy. Like we can, it's all, there's... The, so yes, it may be hard to get, to get video evidence, but honestly, if we put, I don't think it would be if we put a bunch of effort into it, you know, and like they actually, the government, then this, I think would probably be a waste of money, but if they've really put like billions of dollars into making sure that there was a, a, a camera that covered every inch of the sky with like high resolution, um, and was on 24 hours for like five years, then you know, like maybe that obviously that's not very, that's not very realistic, but there should be other types of evidence, right? Um, the, for example, the guy says, um, the guy in the middle, uh, Grush, Grush. Yes. He said that there is, that he's talked to people and that there's dozens of recovered craft, um, spacecraft. So, and they, and that goes all the way back for almost a hundred years, I think, maybe the yeah. 1930s yeah. or something. So they've been consistently crashing have they only been consistently crashing for the past 100 years or have they been consistently crashing a couple dozen times per hundred years extending back what since the beginning of humans hundreds of thousands of years wouldn't there wouldn't people just come across random crashes sometimes or maybe they would get dug up in the um in the amazon rainforest or something that had been covered up like there's did they only come and start crashing in the 1930s has there would there like not be other um i don't know crash sites aliens that died that have like decomposing material or something the u.s government found recovered and stored every single crash every single body and there's none anywhere else that ever happened like i I feel like that there would be other types of evidence that you know and at the end of the day you would need it's not that maybe that a video would be irrefutable, but that there would be like a preponderance of evidence. Like maybe sometimes you would recover some metal that 
uh, hum- you know, humans have never worked with before that came from outer space. Maybe sometimes, yeah, there was like weird bones or something. Or um, I know there's like old paintings and stuff, old clay tablets of things that look like they could be like aliens or monsters or, or UFOs. And but again, that's like a such a loose. It's it's a it's it's such loose in um sort of uh, ambiguous evidence that isn't it's like just not enough to be like oh yeah for sure that's what they were chip you know chiseling in was was aliens so i mean i feel like that there would be other there would be a way there would be other types of evidence because everything leaves evidence behind unless your technology is so advanced no but that's the thing like would they, why would they want to not be known, right? Like, why would they, that's like another thing I, that that I think is like a gaping hole. It's like, well, what are they doing here? And why do they apparently keep coming back and not doing anything? It's like, I don't know. It doesn't really seem like they want to communicate. But then again, here's here's the issue. There yeah. are people who are, we just say that they're loony. But these people say that they have communicated in the, this way, that way. They say that they saw the crash. They say that the, the crash was um, like the debris was picked up and like, you know, the government has it somewhere. But we don't believe any of these people. So like, it's, I feel like we're kind of like in a catch 22 where there there might be evidence. And because it's so stigmatized. Like, we're never going to take the evidence seriously. And I feel like that's, I feel like even as a scientist, that should be a problem, right? Like, there should be a definitive point in which we say, like, we will take this seriously. And how do we get around the secrecy of it all? Like, because that could be the thing. Like, we say there is no evidence, but there literally could be evidence. It's just private. Yeah. Well, that's the, so that's the point of the hearing, right? That, um, that if there is evidence that um which sort of i guess the problem was that congress like there's stuff that's being hidden from them is the um is sort of like the the driver of this yeah. this act and it would be that if there was evidence then this would make it you know public public or publicly known and that's and if there is of crafts or bodies like, then that's it. That's all you need. That's like all, that's all for somebody like me. That's all I would need was um, like a, a couple different independent scientists who weren't like, I don't know, working for uh, the U.S. military or something like that to be able to study it like a biologist and um, maybe like an astrobio. Just some people who could test like the biological material, people who were, um who knew like the engineering side or aerospace side to test the meat. Like that's literally all it would take. Mm. And you would easily, and to me, that's, you should easily be able to tell if there are like components, you know, that we don't recognize or things that, that we can't explain maybe how it works. And like, that would be it. And so in a sense, the, the hearing, that's really what it was about. It was about bringing the evidence to light that they keep, that everybody keeps saying exists. Yeah. Like you said, there were biologics of the pilot for the UAP. Mm. So like we might have. Allegedly. Allegedly. It is alleged. It was non-human. So what he said was that it was non-human, non-human biologics. So 
which doesn't, I mean. That was a pilot. Now that's important. How did they, how, how did he, but how did, how did he say it was a pilot or like, what did they, the, this was a crash, right? This was a crash, right? So there was a question that was asked and the question was, if you believe that we have, if you believe that the, the craft crashed, do we have um, any evidence of the pilot or something like that? It was, it was the, the, mm -hmm. the person mm. asking the question said the word yeah, pilot yeah. and he said, yes, biologics were recovered. I thought, so I thought that his answer, cause he was very careful in the things that he answered. I know he's in under investigation for something else. So he was like super cautious cause he probably doesn't want to like get himself in trouble with, uh, for treason or something like that. Yeah. And what I thought that he was saying was that they recovered biologics. That isn't, I didn't, I didn't remember him saying specifically, yes, it was a pilot. To, to me, those are, those, even those are two very different things. Saying that we recovered biologic material from this crash and it was non-human is still a different claim than it was the pilot and it was an alien. I mean, and we don't know, like, what was that? What, what, how, like, what, how did they test it? Did they run it against every species on earth? Did something crash into like a deer and obliterated it? And they recovered like a little, some, uh, some chunks of meat. And they were like, this isn't human DNA. And they didn't like really know what it was. Like, there's just more, you, it's hard. It's kind of hard to even talk about it and get somewhere without having, without actually knowing the results of the test, you know? I feel like that's but why it, the, the pilot word is an interesting word because a non-human pilot, that is, there's nothing in our universe that can pilot a spacecraft. It is not a human so, being. But what I'm saying is how do you, how, what was said about it being the pilot? Did they find the craft? They went inside and inside the cockpit, they removed material. Is that what? I, it never really got that in depth, right? It was sort of a just, yeah, they crashed. They were, they found some material and it was non-human and that's, and that's different than, um, yeah, they went in where the pilot would have been sitting and there was, you know, some chunks of meat or whatever, and they took it and they tested it, but he, what they, they didn't ask good enough questions. So, so let's say it was a deer. Let's, let's go mm. with your, your theory that and that's not and I, it's a hypothesis it's okay, a hypothesis with, i wouldn't say it's a theory yet let's go with the hypothesis mm. that it was just some other animal some other earthly animal that was somehow on this spaceship or something like that right not i mean if there was just a mound of crap because there was just a big crash mm. that's that's sort of like what i'm thinking about where there's like a bunch of met you know mashed up uh metal and and material and crap you know stuff everywhere and there's like some chunks of guts around but it's that, that that's more so what i'm thinking not that you know somehow a squirrel got inside or something right. like that okay so after the crash right like at, at the crash site maybe this uap crashed into a squirrel family Right. Okay. Maybe something like that happened. Right. Okay. I can see that. But that still leads me to ask the following question. All right. So we've got David Grush. That's who we're talking about, right? David Grush. I have it here. He worked with the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force. Mm -hmm. At another time, he was an intelligence officer 
in the Air Force National Geospatial Agency. We've got David Fravor, Navy mm -hmm. commander. We've got Ryan Graves, Navy pilot. Why would all of these people in the military, right? Who, so these are people who tend to be, you know, kind of conservative. These, these were not like loony seeming hippies here. And they have respectable careers. They've been in this industry, all of them, for over a decade. Mm -hmm. So what would be the motive for them to put their lives and their reputations on the line? And why? Like, what's the motive there? I mean, that's a good question. I, I'm not saying that they're lying, first of all. I don't think they are because um, I think for me, a big one. So Gruce said that he talked to people who said that they've seen these things, but that he himself didn't see them. So I believe that he believes wholeheartedly um, what he's saying. And I believe that all the people that he talked to probably also believe wholeheart wholeheartedly you know, what they're saying. So I'm not saying that any of them are lying. I don't, I agree with you. I, you know, maybe if you were like some sort of narcissistic, like attention seeking psychopath, you, you know, would so maybe do something like that for attention. You know? <laughs> I, I don't think they are lying though. I, I don't think that they're lying. Um, but that, you know, if we, if we, I mean, hell, if we polled, uh, everybody right, right now, uh, in the audience and, they, there's four or five different religions and we had everybody say what they believed, um, who would be lying? Mm. You know, if, if, if every religion, every religion couldn't be true because some of them counter, uh, contradict one another, but it, are people who believe certain the, in one religion or another lying? I wouldn't say that they're lying necessarily. I would say that they believe it and they have reason to believe it and they probably have their own evidence in believing it. But that doesn't mean that it's um, doesn't mean that it's true. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I wouldn't. And there's yeah, like how would I be able to say, oh, he, you know, they're lying? I, I would never do that. I think some people do say stuff like that. Yeah, people lie all the time, and people do lie all the time, and for various reasons. I don't think that any of them are lying. They all seem credible to me. They all have sort of um, upstanding careers, uh, long long careers. They all, they seem to be like very competent pilots. So I don't think that they, I don't think they are lying and they, they, they seem very genuine, but still though, nothing, no amount of like genuineness and honesty for me can take the place of putting this, that chunk of uh, ear meat or whatever they found in a Petri dish and having a biologist like sequence DNA and be like, okay. This is not from the earth. We have no examples of this matching anything on the tree of life that we know of, or this is like, this has a different type of DNA than we've ever seen or something like that. Like that, that is the, that is more so like the, the sort of um, evidence I think that, and if it exists, they should be able to do it. You know, if that stuff, if they really did test it and they like froze it and hid it or something like that. And if it like if it's there, if it still exists, DNA lasts uh, for a long time, at least on these these time scales that we're that we're thinking of. So if it exists, we should be able to test it. We should we should be able to test it if it does exist. We should be able to test it. It should be destigmatized. It should be declassified. 
I, I agree with you. I actually trust the scientific community way more than I trust the government. So like what a reputable scientist says is, is inf- to me like way more credible than what anyone in the government could say. So that would be what I'm fighting. What I would be fighting for is for mm-hmm. scientists to be able to get their hands on this shit. But that brings us to another point where, once again, if we're mm. talking about motive, there is a whole thing where it's like maybe the government has a motive to keep this under wraps. Mm. So how do we, that's what I'm saying. I feel like this is a big catch-22. So if we, Because if we need the government, right, to let, to give it to the scientists, then we're kind of like dependent on the government. Like everything, all of the lack of evidence that that you know all of the evidence that we believe that we're lacking right it's mm. it could totally all just be a result of the bottleneck that is the government so how do we get around that is kind of like the the question and especially when you know for example like the the government might have like a real motive for keeping this under wraps like for example I actually want to talk about the map because a lot of people are bringing up this this UFO reporting map. Yourself included. Oh yeah, I think I, uh, I think I yeah, I think I've put it in one of my videos recently. Yes, mm-hmm. I want to talk about this map because there is a reason, in my opinion, why all of these UFO reportings happen here. And if mm-hmm. and so here's how I get there. I put mm-hmm. I put myself in the alien shoes, you know. It's like, let's say you're on another planet, you're or another dimension, right? And this is your task with this. Going to Earth, taking a few screenshots of the environment, doing a little snooping to see what they're doing with their nuclear power, you know, their nuclear energy and, and, their, and all their bombs and their, every, all of the destruction, destructive shit that they have. This is your job, okay? So if that is your job, you're on another planet, you can only go to one place, for example, right? Why wouldn't they choose the country that is like the leader of the free world? Why wouldn't they choose the country with like the biggest military budget? Like if I were an alien, I would literally only come here. Why would I go anywhere else? And like, why would I go, for example, to like a place like China or a place like Russia where the government has everything on lock? Like just, just if, if aliens know anything about our social lives here, the United States is the best place for them to visit without a doubt. How, how, what is the, what are these aliens interested in and why do you think it is that thing? What is it? So like, what is it to you that makes, was it the, so I guess you said before, like nuclear weapons and stuff, is it that like nuclear weapons? I mean, most most I don't know if most countries, but several countries have nuclear weapons, and there's not really. I mean, we we ha- a lot of countries have them. I don't think that they're like coming out with new nuclear. Like you know what I mean? Like what what are they just keeping an eye on how many we have? We have enough to like obliterate the world a million times. So if you like, were what is, what is exactly that they're because they're always like flying over the water or something? Are they like? Are these, are these like marine biologists from another planet? They're studying ocean life in the galaxy. And they really, like one of their tenants is that they're not supposed to interact with uh, any life there or something. 
then it almost seems like why are you sending big ships like couldn't you create something small like that could sit fit in the size of my hand if they have all this technology and record everything that they need and has like a nice little spectrometer and they can like test the water and test i don't know whatever else they're doing i don't know what they're what they're doing but they're not doing a great job of not getting spotted it seems like okay that might be that might be because being spotted might not be a, a big of a deal to them as being tracked right because that's like another thing like so that's the thing about the tic tac right smooth mm. white cylinder uh, cylinder-esque object right there's no branding there's no logo Mm-hmm. So first of all, maybe humans, we can like learn from that, right? Like we're just going into space, like saying like, if you want to find us, just follow the logo back home. But so, so yeah, so maybe that's the thing. Make, okay. You study planets. That's like what you do, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say we're going to a new planet. We have the technology. We're going to another planet. We know that there's life there. Where would you choose to go? What would be the criteria that you and and a team of other bright astrophysicists like the criteria that you would consider to figure out where to go on that new planet you probably want to go to like the most powerful country in the world the 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 country with the most influence the the country with the biggest military budget the like i think that if i were an alien that's where i'd go i i'd come here so so you're to do what to look out are they standing in their windshield of their spaceship with a video recorder like to do what because if they wanted to get information on the united states easily they could just like tap into the internet tap into um I don't, t- into tiktok into they could just make tiktok accounts and instagram accounts like it's not the you know i don't why do they what are they're observing like physically watching with their eyeballs from inside the ship like what are they what is the thing that they need to be on site to like take notes and understand you know what i mean like that's i feel like can, they could they could do it from space i feel like they're getting screenshots Oregon. personally I think they're I think they're getting screenshots. I think they're coming here with like recorders and they're like that's why we see the lights, I think. I think that's why there needs to be lights, you know, because but, but I actually think that this what you're mentioning, I think it actually hints at a very important something that I haven't really heard. I'm sure people do discuss it. I haven't heard it though. And that is that, you know, if we consider that there might be a species that is more intelligent than us. For some reason, just having that thought, we we think that they can do everything. Like they could just be smarter than us, but like still not like that smart. So for example, right? Like, you know, maybe they literally can't make TikTok machines. Like they might have more advanced technology in, in one arena, but not in another. Maybe they can't hijack our cell phones. They're not from here. They don't know enough about it, perhaps, right? Like there could still be things that they don't know how to do, even if they know how to travel to another another planet or to another dimension. Just like if we ever 
Hmm. went to another dimension or another planet, like that would be a huge technological feat. But that doesn't mean that we can like tap into the minds of the beings there, right? Like they might be smarter than us, but still, you know, relatively dumb is is another thing. And that's also what I think when it comes to the crash, you know, because because that's the whole thing is like, if they're smart enough to get here, why aren't they smart enough to land? Maybe they're maybe they're imperfect beings. They could be smarter than us and still be imperfect. Right. But that's so, I mean, yeah, I guess maybe they like perfected a space travel technology, but don't know how to, it's, it's far to me. It's, it's hard to, to pair those together. Well, I definitely agree with you just because they can, you can figure out how to do something hard. Doesn't mean that you're like super smart. For example, we learned how to make, um, atomic bombs we learned how to literally harness the power of stars and then we like threatened each other with them in the end of civilization in the cold war for like a decade or that's two. dumb so you know I, de- I i definitely agree with you i definitely agree with you on that when it comes to stuff with the internet though you know it's just using radio waves to transmit information and it'd be hard for me to imagine people who are in space with spacecraft not knowing how radio waves work because that's like using light it's the fastest thing we know of so it's what you use to communicate uh, vast distances because it's it's just what work it's what works best so but i mean yeah you're right there's not just because you're advanced at one thing doesn't mean you're advanced at everything i agree with that you know there's you know they're individuals i feel like that's another thing that we don't think about like we're like aliens but like yeah right some of them are gonna be worse oh yeah like you know just because they make it here they could still be like an intern it could be an intern alien pilot (laughs) you know what i mean like it could be yeah and so earth is like the training grounds for the the day one (laughs) exactly the day one alien we're the training planet we could be the training planet you know what i mean it's probably like yeah it's a running joke that all the uh interns like get spotted all the time but earth like doesn't know what to do with it and everybody's up in arms exactly we're probably like a meme to them you know and they're like oh no you can crash there you can crash there it's not a it's not a big deal you know and so there's that as well like for example right imagine what it's like being an alien and you're like wait so they have cars but then they crash their own cars like so they're smart enough to make cars but not smart enough to drive cars it's like yeah actually like that that really is reality so you know they might be smart enough to make you know there might be a group of aliens that were once smart enough to make these machines but that doesn't mean that the pilots are as, as smart as the engineers right so yeah yeah i mean i wouldn't even imagine that the there would be any piloting going on i mean cars can drive themselves most car accidents are because people are bad drivers um if the cars were driving themselves there would be far less accidents i think there's still some when like the computer system malfunctions or whatever but like automated piloting systems both in planes and cars far superior to um and i would just for me if we it, it just seems like you would if the pilots are that bad that they would employ some sort of system that made it easier that you like couldn't screw up or something like that and i mean this is all this is all like hypothetical but i don't i don't think that the fact that humans get in cars and crash all the time 
usually with very little training, people don't have that much training driving is a little bit different than what it takes to go to the other side of the galaxy and then like crash when you're parking kind of, it's not the exact same. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think, I think it's like, so for example, right. What if the, the technology, basically I want to say, what if it's not as hard to get here as we're thinking what if they're just so smart that they figured out an, an easier way right so like there that's like another thing where um uh, mm-hmm. like in coding for example if you're creating an algorithm it's known that like you know you can create a brute force algorithm is what we call it and that's like an algorithm yeah. that just gets it done right um or you can create like a really concise a really well structured algorithm and the whole idea mm-hmm. is like a brute force algorithm might be easier to conceive of but it's often longer you know it, it might yeah. um have you know faults it it's it's not the most efficient so there yeah. so there could be an easier way that they are coming here that is not as hard as we are imagining right so like maybe it's easier to, to get here than we think and that's why the idiots yeah. are coming <laughs> May, yeah i mean maybe maybe what's that i mean what's easier than just drive going in a straight line opening up like a portal it's still it's maybe faster it's a but how is that easier though like yeah i guess it's it's easier in the in like a time sense, but that's not you know that's like something that people think about, um, like wormholes basically, which are theoretical and theoretically can exist, and so that's like mathematically. When I say like theoretical, like mathematically they can exist, but just because things are allowed in mathematics doesn't mean that they actually come to fruition in um, like in reality. But yeah, maybe I think that. And I'm not a, this is a bit out of my expertise. I'm not a um, theoretical uh, wormholeologist or whatever, <laughs> but they, I, I think that the amount of energy to like open up something like that, to create an Einstein Rosen bridge uh, was the original name is something like more energy, um, as much energy that the, that the sun puts out or something like that. It's like more energy than we have access to harning, harnessing at any given moment but like maybe but that's it's and that would be way easier if somebody figured out how to do it and then it's obviously it's like when somebody invents technology you don't have to even really know how it works right for you to be able to do it yeah like i don't maybe there was some genius yeah yeah there was some genius alien who cracked the code and like now generations later you know the people, the people on the planet nowadays, right? They might not know how he came up with it. We don't, I don't know, half the shit, more than half the shit. I don't know any of the shit that Einstein is talking about, but we trust the guy, you know? And so it, it could be of that type of situation. It could be, it could be. Is, would you, would you, does that seem likely to you? I think it seems likely because that's what life is like here like human as human beings right like we are full of paradoxes like that's 
how things are here, right? So like, it's really easy for me to conceive of another species that is similar to us in a lot of these ways, but just like a little bit smarter, a little bit more advanced. That's, I actually think that they're humans from the future or humans from another dimension. I think they're us. So to get, okay. So I agree with you there. They, you know, it, it makes sense that they, there's like strengths and weaknesses. They, you know, they wouldn't be perfect at everything. Um, probably some really smart ones made shit easier for some of them that weren't that smart, but even on like a mission, you, you know, when I get in the car and go to the gas station to get some Skittles and I get into a crash, I'm not really like trained for that mission. You know what I mean? Like a, a Navy pilot has trained for thousands and thousands of hours to, you know, do their thing. And I, and I don't think that there's that many i don't know the statistics but i don't think that there's that many mission failures that like aren't a battle or you know a war or something like that i think it's like pretty routine for th for flights to go uh, more or less as planned and you know and it, I, to me and i could be wrong about this but i don't think that you know tourist aliens are just coming here then <laughs> they might be i'm thinking that these are like trained pilots right that are it's not just like any you know somebody got one of those little zip cars that you put a quarter in and just go and take it off and go visit earth for a little while and end up crashing i would think that there's taking a little bit more care and um like seriousness but that's literally just me saying that i don't maybe that's not true yeah i think that's a good point right like they're probably not sending I mean, unless we are the test planet, they're probably- Unless we are like the bottom rung level one of Mario that anybody can get past. Right. Like, you know, unless we are the test planet, unless we are level one training, you know, um, the, the level one training simulation, then yeah, they're probably sending smarter people, right? But I still don't think that makes them, you know, um, immune to failure. Um, and if they're intelligent like us, I feel like that should be expected. Um, yeah, I feel like that should be expected, actually, is if they are smart enough to figure out how to travel through time or travel through space, I don't I don't think that it's necessarily like they're just born smarter than us. Right. Like they may have evolved to be smarter, you know, um, because what does it even really mean to be smart? Right. Like it's just about knowledge. So like it could literally be us like we just might not have enough information, for example. Right. So they might not even be a, a different species or they might be a different species, but they might literally just have more knowledge than us and be more advanced. Um, and so, you know, we say they're more intelligent, but like they could just be more advanced and they may have gotten that way because, you know, they're progressive enough to do experiments and and you know they might not be afraid of failure and i feel like that's kind of like a human thing to be like you know just so adverse to failure it's like maybe you know in a in a more advanced civilization that's more egotistically evolved maybe they don't share those same thoughts about failure like we do maybe maybe they don't they shrug it off they're like well we got there well we got the footage yeah, yeah. you know i yeah i mean yeah that makes a lot of sense um yeah i guess we have the the tendency to assume that other life would be like us i mean 
most other species on Earth aren't even anything like us. So, you know, it'd be kind of silly to assume that. Killer whales are kind of like us. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing I think it is, I think that when you start getting more intelligent, you start to get like us, Mm. which is where I think that comes from. Because like, yeah, some of the things that dolphins, killer whales, chimps do to each other, it's like some really Game of Thrones, medieval, like torturous uh sick perverted stuff and it's stuff that we do to each other i think it just happens when you you're like you're like getting too it's like you get too big for your britches and you're a little bit too smart and shit just starts you start getting weird yeah but i mean you know maybe why do we even assume that um aliens have this like expanding this desire to expand and to like colonize and stuff which is um definitely what we have as humans but they may not have that. Why would they even? So, I mean, the assumption that they'd even come here could be could be wrong. Ooh, interesting. Like they might, for example, there might be a civilization that like knows we exist and be like, why do we need to go there? We'll let them do them. That's very yeah. interesting. But you, it, mm-hmm. oh no, I was just gonna say, yeah, it would be super interesting to know like how other cult like what other cultures on other planets like how they think they may be driven by like something completely different like um maybe they want to like populate like i don't know maybe they would like want to go somewhere where there was like brighter colors or something like that. like i don't know they be- could be driven by completely think completely benign or like uninteresting things to us and not necessarily the same things that we're driven by yeah exactly and that was like one of the things that um, that was like a brand new thought that I had mm-hmm. yesterday talking to my husband. We were like watching, you know, we're he's from Reno. So like he's like this is his moment. You know what I mean? So yeah. so yeah. I'm finally watching the UFO docs that he's like wanted to watch. Like I've I've been a skeptic. And I am now in the first bucket is what's going on, because I actually believe in um credibility i believe that like the Mm -hmm. the the messenger matters right so like i believe in the credibility of these messengers um and so now i'm in the first bucket where i'm like okay hold up i i kind of believe and i'm like really interested to see what happens next so anyway we're watching ufo docs our minds are racing whatever and i have this brand new thought and that is you know let's just say that these are extraterrestrials let's say that they're aliens or let's say that they're humans from the future or something like that that would be really interesting because that would mean that they are more advanced more intelligent than us and they are visiting here and they're not destroying us and i was just thinking like you know what that's such a human thing that you know when we encounter something that we don't understand First of all, it's not the scientists that are like the first line of defense, which is, in my opinion, like an issue. It's the military. Military. They're the first line of defense. And so all they know how to do is respond with violence. And so mm. they just shoot it down. They're like, we don't know what it is. Shoot it. Like, that's that's like the the extent that they just, <laughs> just shoot it. Like, we don't we don't know what it is. We don't care. Just shoot it. Right. But yeah. Perhaps a more advanced civilization 
maybe they're egotistically advanced, right? Maybe they are more egotistically evolved. Maybe they value communication. Maybe maybe they don't see the point in exercising violence against us just because they don't know us, right? And so, I don't know, like they could be better than us. I feel like that's like the other thing, like not just different, but like if they have figured out the technology to make it here and they haven't destroyed us, then that would mean that not only are they smarter than us, but they're nicer than us. And that's like a really interesting thought. Like, I don't know. I might want to see what their, what their planet is like. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe the smarter that you get, the safer that, that you become. I think that that actually checks out with just human civilization, you know, um, like the violence in humanity has been going down since history has been recorded. Um, it's like safer now than it was 20 years ago. And 40 years before that was like, or 80 years, whenever it was, World War II was like a, a super violent time. And it, from there, if you just go back, there was always wars. And there is there still is wars now. But um, I would say that things are absolutely getting safer and I would I would assume that that trajectory would hold, and maybe you get to a point where you don't even have militaries. Like people aren't, the, yeah. like things are more cohesive. Exactly. Like that's now. See, mm -hmm. that's a really interesting thought. Like perhaps a more advanced civilization is also more spiritually or egotistically advanced. Maybe they don't even have a military. That's a really interesting thought, you know? And so this documentary that we were watching, um, you know, they were saying, okay, I, I don't, I didn't cross reference check, you know, this documentary. Okay. I forgot what network we were watching. It may have been on PBS or something like that. Like that was my criteria is like, it's gotta be history channel, PBS. It's gotta be, it's gotta be something slightly reputable in order for me to like start entertaining this but um anyway their whole uh perspective was that these aliens visit sites of nuclear weapons and like the whole the whole reason that they're coming here is because they're either trying to tell us that there are more efficient ways for us to harness energy or to tell us that like we have these things on our planet that can destroy the entire planet or you know, they're trying to warn us somehow. And so the question then becomes like, why would they do that? And that, that was the thought that I had in my mind. But then the next thought was, you know, maybe we just, maybe I, and maybe perhaps we as humans can't fathom, like just wanting to help out another planet for its own sake. But maybe that's just a human thing. Like maybe another civilization, you know, maybe they're playing a, a, a bigger game where you know they they understand more than we do that like helping out you know your your fellow galaxy mate there 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 actually might be something gained there and we just we don't think like that yeah yeah no that's a that's a good um that's a good point um i guess it's like you <clears throat> I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to like imagine what the you know the differences in um, 
how like intelligent life could evolve because we may like we may not be that smart to begin with this may not even be like an intelligent conversation that we're having on this on the on, on the, the bigger like, the bigger scale team. of things yeah. yeah 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 i don't know what do you think i think they're better than us but i don't know i also like to say i, I like to be balanced in like all things so if i if i can imagine mm you know, a civilization that's like smarter than us and more egotistically evolved. I also like to say, you know what? There's probably a dumb planet. Like there's probably a planet dumber than us as well, mm -hmm. right? And like, I can also imagine that, but these aliens, if they're making it here or if they are traveling through time and space, like yeah. I think they're, yeah. I think they're more evolved uh, egotistically. So, so if they are like, what's the, if they if they came to warn us about nuclear weapons, which we don't need warning about, everybody knows that's why they haven't. That's why they're not being used on a, like a regular basis. Uh, Russia has them, but they're not using them on Ukraine. Ukraine um, for for a reason, and so it's like we don't. So we know that they're dangerous. What's like what? How long does it take to c communicate a message? Like why are they still? still here like what's what's you know that's there has to be a i guess it's hard for me to buy that as a as a reason that they're like just being altruistic and they're trying to hang out and tell us like have you ever seen the movie arrival of course a amazing movie, movie. A great probably my movie. favorite movie yeah and that was like the th that was like the message there in that movie you know they came they it was hard for them to communicate because obviously it's hard to communicate with the different species and at the end of the day um they were trying to like teach them to like come together and like that's how you get to the next level as a as a planet yeah uh if they're if the aliens are so smart and they're coming to do that they're not doing a good job they're not being good science <laughs> communicators well but see here's the thing right they're talking to the damn military. I feel like that's like a true issue. Like, and I feel like, okay, so this is what I think is going to happen next in our lifetime. I think mm -hmm. they are going to gonna use the internet. I think they're going to hijack all of our phones and they're going to like, they're going to stop going through the government. Like, or, or at least I feel like that's what we as humans, like that might be our responsibility to like, let them know, don't talk to them. Like you gotta talk to the people because an alien species might not know that an alien species, right? Like perhaps they're on a planet where the people who govern the planet actually really do speak for the people. So like they might not know to go to us directly, right? So, but I think they're gonna figure it out and they're gonna start communicating to the people directly. And then I think that's, I think that, I think the government is the bottleneck. That's what I think. Why, how would they not know that, like, if they've been observing for any amount of time, they understand that we vote for two people and half the country is pissed every election because they disagree with that. And then of the half that wins, most of them don't even like that, that candidate either. It's like they, if they're so smart, it seems like it should be obvious that they're talking to, a, like, not, not our best. I don't think right. that's obvious like if you okay unless we're talking about the possibility that they come here and they chill here long enough to pick up on like 
societal issues. Like I don't, yeah, I don't think they've been spotted for over a hundred years. But they're right? they're not. I don't think they're like chilling here long enough to like pick up on pick up on that kind of behavior. Like I think they they stay in their little object is is what we're calling it. They stay in their little mm-hmm. flying object and they observe from afar. But like they might not understand, right? That the people who we vote in, I mean, because think about it, like imagine you're an alien species, okay? All you know is that the humans, the beings on this planet vote in the people in power. So like it's counter, it's kind of counterintuitive to think that like the people in power who we vote in don't actually speak for us. Like if I was an alien, I'd be hella confused. Really? You think that they don't understand like the concept of politics or like social manipulation or leadership it seems that seem that would that would seem like out there for me that there that like this the idea of you know like the politics or uh, social dynamics in a group are something that is unique to us it could be but i mean even chimpanzee like other species of animals have these politics like wolves have it, um, hyenas have it. Every animal that's a social animal has like some sort of structure that forms. And sometimes it's about like being the biggest and most powerful or whatever, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's about being like the one that's liked the most, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes like there's, there's different like dynamics and it, it, you know, it like varies, whatever. I mean, not just person to person, but like species to species. So yeah, I mean, it's it's possible that they're just not aware of that. But I would think that they, I would think that, that any social creatures would be. So that, if they were, you know. Uh-huh. That would be a technological difficulty of theirs is like, okay, we can like hijack one person or we can like go to like a place or like every time we go, the military tries, you know, they have this whole like defense thing around the world. We can't make it to the people. We can't get a message to the people. And even if they could get a message, right? Like maybe they have literally already had this thought of like, this is the message going straight to the people, but perhaps our government prevents it. I feel like the government is yeah, the bottleneck like, of the world. That's what I think. I mean, it's definitely the bottleneck for today i don't even know if i would say if it's the government today it's like because so much information is you know gone through these social media channels they kind of seem like the the bottlenecks but i for that's pretty recent though um the government you know i guess was the thing for for so long so yeah it's uh i decided I'd, I'd agree with that but that yeah i'd agree with that and 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 that will probably remain to be if any of the you know, if that, that the early hypothetical that we were talking about where, you know, 60 years ago, whatever, 70 years ago, or even t- the Tic Tac, Tic Tic Tac thing, which was, I think, 15 or 20 years ago, was um, if that was like some other program that the, somebody else in the government, I don't know the what faction it would be, was doing something like that information's never going to get out. If they were like, if they have, if we have like some craft that other countries don't have, that's never going to get out. It's never going to get out. nothing will ever be, yeah. And people, and if that was, you know, if that was the case, and then this never gets out, 
um, are you going to think that they're just hiding the aliens from us? Because it could be either, right? It could be that they're never going to let the alien evidence get out. If that is true and it is there, or it could be that the military, like our military, which is the reason why we're so powerful, right? We're like in more debt than any country has ever been in the, in this quadrant of the galaxy, but we're still kind of sitting on top. And I think it's pretty much just because our military. Right. And so like, I don't, I don't see anything that could in any way, like make us lose any average leverage there. I don't think that that will ever get out no matter what. And I think that they would be willing to like, um, silence people to ruin their lives careers i don't know imprison them like do any all of the shady stuff that i think that we all think that the government is is capable of so that's 22 yeah yeah i mean we're kind of in a position where we'll never like it's possible that we will never know what the truth is because like just the way that the dynamics are kind of like set up but i think that Mm -hmm. my official theory right okay so this the first half of this is something that like I've thought for like a long time or a theory that I've had for a long time. But then yesterday, my husband added the second half. And I was like, okay, this is the whole picture. All right. I think that the aliens are here personally, right? I think that they're either here or I think they're that they're humans in the future. But for this theory, I'm gonna say I think it's possible that the aliens are here and we just can't perceive them. Right. So we only have a certain amount of senses. We got five main ones, more than five, though, but we have five main mm-hmm. ones. But we yeah. know that there are other animals on this planet who have senses that we don't have. Right. So, yeah, from that knowledge, we can then deduce that there could be other species who are living here right now with complex social structures and all of that. And they are just completely undetectable by human beings. Now, here's the thing. This is the second half. Aliens, right? What if they are the other beings that are living on this planet? And like, because humans are destroying the planet. What if these aliens are using their advanced technology to then make themselves... you know, to to kind of go from like their dimension of existence into ours in order to tell us to stop fucking up the planet because we share it with them. You know what I mean? So that's the motive. The motive is not only with our with our nuclear power, our nuclear um, weapons and, you know, all of the things that we're doing, destroying the atmosphere and whatever. Maybe we're not just destroying it for ourselves, human beings. Maybe we're destroying it for another intelligent species that also shares the planet with us but we just can't perceive each other but they're kind of smarter than us and so they're trying their best to like tell us to stop fucking up our planet not just our our being humans but our meaning theirs too so we can't perceive them but we can perceive the crafts that they make they're smarter so like they have made crafts in their world that can be perceived in both on on both planes okay yeah i mean maybe (laughs) maybe they're (laughs) 
I'm just saying, <laughs> get it on the record. Because if this ever comes out, like 20 years from now, you heard it here. Okay. It's the alien. Aliens were always here first. They're always here. We just can't perceive them. We're sharing the planet. We're destroying the planet. We think we're just destroying it for ourselves. And they're trying to mm. tell us, yo, you're not the only ones here. Don't st mm. stop well, testing these we're not, we're not the only ones here. There's a lot of intelligent species that live on Earth already. Um, I don't know if they understand what we're doing, that we're doing all this. They might. Some of them probably do, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah. So these would be aliens that came from somewhere else, but then got here, and they were like, oh, this is, this is cool. This is like a fine place. I, but they're all, hollow, they're all like Hollow Man. No! Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and like, no, maybe they evolved alongside uh, us, for example. Like, I can still go with the whole Big Bang, right? Oh, so they're not... So they're not actually aliens. They're not they're earthlings. They're earthlings. Yes. They're earthlings. But they are technically alien, right? They're alien so, to us relatively, but they are earthlings. Okay. Okay. Completely undetectable okay. by our perception. Yeah. I mean, there's, I don't see, yeah, I don't see why like life couldn't take some form that we just can't, it would, it just wouldn't be life as we know it. Right. But it could be like, some other form of life that that's a super interesting thing that is like completely dark water territory that we don't have an have an example of like even when we look for life that's earth-like we only know to look for the specific things that life on earth that we know of has and like that doesn't plants and fungus and all that like none of that stuff has to exist anywhere else it could be a completely different like branch of of life it's a super interesting super interesting thing and the field of astrobiology is pretty new but it's starting to grow a lot so yeah i wonder yeah i wonder like how far outside of our perception living things could can go right it's a it's a yeah it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting thought. i don't even know how to like, where do, where do we even go? Where do we go with that thought, yeah. you know? Or like another thing is like, you know, when we go to different planets, like let's say we're going to Mars and we're like just posted up. Like there could mm. be beings there. But we, we are, we're like, no one's here. But like the beings are like, we're totally here. We never know. And they could be looking at us yeah. like, well, they're not trying to screw us over. Like these humans that come here in their machines, they're they're obviously nice, but like the reality is we just can't perceive them. So they but they're affected still by like gravity, right? Are they like made of mass? Me, my <laughs> my mind direct immediately goes to how, you can detect stuff if it's there. Like, how could you? How would you detect it? Like, are they, are they like gas, gaseous that are held together? Are they like, how do they stay on the planet? They're made of mass, right? So the planet is what holds them. Like, how else would they stay on the planet? Now, see, now we're above my pay grade. That's not my job. My job is to just plant the seeds <laughs> and get the people in yeah. your field going. Okay. That's what the yeah. civilians are for. We're here to inspire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah no the um 
Yeah, the the dimensions thing is is fun to think about. Um, the sort of like we can you and I can look at a at two dimensions on a piece of paper, but the two dimensional thing that we're looking at doesn't really have access to to us. Right, it only goes one and way. Stuck, yeah, it's like stuck in that dimension, and then thinking about us being like that, and that there could be like different components or different universes that are in like different dimensions that that could be like right on top of us but not have access to one another that's like sort of the um one of the guys mentioned the holographic principle or a holographic something theory and um he didn't really like say say much about it but it's it's this idea of like the universe being a a a projection from like higher dimensions. It's a weird, like mathematical thing. That's, that's really fun to think about. And I don't know, like maybe there, maybe this dimension, the dimensions that we live in are the only ones that have the right qualities for things to, um, like system and, and structure themselves together to make planets, stars, life or whatever. And it can't happen in other dimensions, or maybe that's not true. Maybe in other dimensions, it's possible as well. Wait, so you're saying that the holographic thing that he was talking about actually has like mathematic like backing? So, I that sounded so woo-woo to me. All of that. I was like, I don't he know. took it he took it as a so he took it as like a I just threw some shit at the wall, which I agree with you on that. But it was in response to the question that the guy asked, which was he was saying, How are you going all these millions of light years? too far you like how do you get around that you'd have to you'd have to be like super advanced whatever and then what grish said was that he what didn't have time to get into it but he was going to give you a theoretical framework which he didn't there wasn't like much framework there but that they are like interdimensional they're from another dimension and the idea there was sort of the in higher dimensions um you can have like projection onto lower dimensions. I think he gave the example of like a shadow or something being projected onto a onto a lower dimension. Your shadow, uh, you know, projected on the pavement or something like that. That's there's no, but again, that yeah, like there's no, there was no evidence for that though. That that's what's going on here. It was just sort of like a thing that he said. But this the yeah. idea, this like holographic theory this this is a that is like a real mathematical thing that is a real thing that like theoretical mathematicians and and mathematical physicists um some people study i don't know it it, i don't i don't study that and i don't think that it's um that it answers the question that he was trying to to answer but i do agree that you know there could be things in other dimensions that like affect ours or don't affect ours it's possible it's definitely possible it's one of those things that's hard to test because what's baked into it is that you don't have access to that dimension so you can't like stick uh some wires and and test it exactly our shadow can't like prove that they're a shadow you know yeah yeah okay let's let's go into some q a so okay so let's see um Okay, are you ready? This is from Water. First question for each of us. Oh, I'm honored, Water. <laughs> why do you 
Wait, why do you choose to believe or not believe in extraterrestrial life? Like over, wait, an external life, like oversized headed aliens. Okay. So I'm thinking that this means like, do you believe in extraterrestrial life? Like an oversized headed alien and why? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I do believe that there's life out that life has started in other places outside of the earth. I want I absolutely believe that. And I don't believe that they are here and flying around in crafts and the ans- the like answers to both of those belief systems for me is that I believe that I am aware of enough evidence that suggests that life can happen on other planets, but I'm not, I haven't seen enough evidence that it has come here mm. And the evidence that I'm aware of about like life existing is that, that we exist waters everywhere, carbons everywhere, oxygen is everywhere. Nitrogen is everywhere. Planets are everywhere. So for me, that's enough evidence that life exists, but I just haven't seen enough to say that I know that it is here now, like mm. from another from another place. So that's my that's my answer. I think that um, I mean I don't know. I kind of just think that like so many things are possible. So like yeah, could there be like an oversized alien? Like I don't see why not. Like personally, that's like another theory that I have. That's actually like one of my most recent like viral videos is when I was talking about like you know the aliens are are the future us. I think. I think that's another viable option is that as time goes on, humans mutate or humans evolve and, you know, we become the big headed green aliens. Maybe we fuck up the environment so much that, you know, our skin kind of changes and and our skin becomes green. Maybe like we we scorch the sky or whatever they were talking about in the Matrix. Right. And like our eyes Mm -hmm. become like huge. Like we maybe. Yeah, maybe we need big eyes to like see stuff in the future. And perhaps, you know, something happens to to explain why we would have like big heads. Like I think that is totally possible. Um do I do I believe it? I don't know. I don't know if I I don't know if I believe that, but I think it's possible for sure. Okay. The second question. What are the chances that these aliens aren't from an alternate planet? And just from part of this one that we can't reach or dwell in. Okay, so like this is exactly what I was saying. This is something, this is another, to me, another equally likely theory. Equally likely to to what? Maybe the aliens are, you know, us in the future. Maybe they are right. existing here and we just can't perceive them. Um, yeah, or maybe they're from like another planet. I don't know. I feel like they're all equally likely. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Okay. Um, that they're like already here. I mean, for, I guess it would be the same thing for me is that I just haven't seen any evidence of it. But that does. I mean, I'm sure that there's tons of things that are true about Earth itself that I just that we just don't know yet or that I personally just don't know, you know, have evidence for. But um, to me, like it's if, if it was something that was always here, then in the like. The technical sense, the thing that I'm saying is hard to believe 
is that you can get a, a vast distance in a short amount of time. If it only took like a year to go from star to star, that then aliens being on Earth wouldn't be that crazy to me. But, you know, it would take us 50,000, 100,000 years just to get the, to the closest star. And um, so that's, that's like what makes it hard for me to wrap my head around aliens actually being here is that the distances that, that you'd have to go. So if they were always here, I mean, then that's not, that's not like hard for me to believe if they had just like always been here. Mm. That kind of leads us into like the next question. This is from Think Peace. If aliens had to travel light years to get here, wouldn't they be traveling back in time? Or forward in time, I guess? Why just back in time? Yeah, so they'd be right. So you're talking about um, traveling at the at the speed of. So when you travel fast, time moves differently for you. So this is in um, special relativity. If you like, when you're when you're traveling at the speed of light, for example, time stops. So it's not possible to get something that has mass to go to the speed of light. But hypothetically, if 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 they could. If they could travel at the speed of light and they came from somewhere that was 700 light years away, for example, at the speed of light, it would take them 700 years to get there on our clocks. Hmm. But for their clocks, as soon as they hit the speed of light, time actually stops for them. So they would get here in an instant. What? We would. Yeah. For, uh, on Earth, 700 years would go by. But for, for the people on that ship, they would... They would leave and they would get here and it would be one second for them, 700 years for us. The problem is you just can't go, you can't go the speed of light. It takes like an infinite amount of energy to get even one single proton to get to the speed of light. But if they found out a way to do it, um, then that, that Nobel could Prize, unlock, yeah, could that could but unlock yeah, I mean, time travel. That, that, that circumvent well, I guess one way time travel, right? Because it's 700. If they turned around and went back to their planet, another 700 years for them, just another second, but they would get on their planet and 1400 years would have passed. So they would have went into the future effectively 1400 years, but with no way of going backwards though. Mm, there's no way to go backwards in time. That's a very interesting thing to think about for sure. Okay. Yeah, not on not yeah. Not that we not that we know of. Not that we this, know of. But this scenario that, that I'm talking about right now checks out physically. Interesting. Okay, we've got another one from Wise Time. What evidence would make you change your mind to say that aliens are real? Um This is a question specifically that, for you. Yeah, so, <laughs> sounds like it. So, I mean, one, if we could, if there was this, the, the, the material, this biological material, if, if we could get some independent scientists, biologists, whoever, geneticists, whoever is qualified to test it, and they could confirm that it did not come from a branch of life on Earth, or one that we could um, 
that we could like trace somehow, you know. Uh, I think that that would be a hu huge for me. I sus I'm skeptical as to whether or not that exists, and and it seems much more likely that if you know aliens were here and they had crashed or something, that any crafts we would be able to, no matter when they were, they would have been. They should it, even the ones from a hundred years ago should be far advanced of anything that we can even do now. So um, I think it would be pretty straightforward to test to test them to do like some analysis. And if it was if it was like public, if it was producible, like th there should be a journal on it, right? There should be like a paper that you could look at that other people could um, analyze the data, whatever that means for for this system. But just so, just solid evidence like that, where it's not, I'm just, I'm not relying on, yeah, I interviewed this guy who said that he saw it type of, th type of thing. I need something more than that. Not that I think anybody's lying, but it's such a big claim. Something like physical. Yeah, something physical for this, for the most outstanding discovery in the history of Earth. I gotta have some something tangible yeah aliens if you're listening that's what we need no more lights <laughs> aliens no more lights we need something physical okay we're a skeptical species all right we don't trust each other rightfully so okay autopsy. <laughs> yeah we, we need to do an autopsy all right this is going to be the last one this is a long one let me get it out this is from let's barbecue and get busy What's the likelihood? Hold on. Okay, this is this is wild. All right, let me let me try and get this one out. What is the likelihood that we are in a species creation program by the aliens on a test planet and we solve our problems as a collective group? And if we solve our problems as a collective group, we get to survive as a species. But if not, then they wipe us out and try again. So essentially, what if we're like a simulation species? Is that is that's how I'm interpreting this. And like we have to solve problems as a collective in order to survive the level of the game. Um, but if not, then you know, we essentially lose, they wipe us out, and then another human species simulation uh group comes and we try it all over again. It says, and what we think of as heaven is getting to go to where they live. And hell is just coming back here again until the climate change situation destroys us. That's loaded. So Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the likelihood that we are in a beta test program for exactly. some higher some higher species? We are we are the version one. Um, I don't know. I mean, they would have had to. Because we have, at this point, we have so much evidence of the trajectory of evolution of our species and many other species. And we've like recorded events that have caused mass extinctions. And we've sort of been able to like paint this pretty, pretty good picture of the, you know, how life has evolved on Earth. Um, and it doesn't appear now what I, I could actually, you want to know what I can tell you what. What, what I what that would fit into is like 500 million years ago, there was this thing called the Cambrian explosion. Hmm. So, you know, 
life has been around on earth for billions of years, but for like the first three and a half billion years, it was single celled life. Uh, maybe a couple cells, but very basic, not complex at all. And then 500 million years ago, for some reason, diversity just exploded. And ever since then, like Darwinian evolution has created all the crazy stuff that, that we see, all the plants, the fungi, the animals, all the different um, species. And there's, and nobody, there's like some theories for what happened in that explosion period, that Cambrian explosion, but nobody really knows what it was, you know, is it, I would say it's more likely, and th th this is still, I still think it's a small chance, but <laughs> a very small chance. It's more likely that maybe some like explorers that have overcome all of these challenges that we've, that we've already laid out with space travel, um, I don't know, pumped some extra, some protein powder or something <laughs> in, the, in the water and, and, you know, maybe helped uh, things take off, Some but that program ended. Yeah, maybe the program ended and they, they ran out of funding and had to shut it down, so they just like left or something. But, you know, the idea that, um, but that is interesting, the idea of humans sort of like being in a zoo situation is, is interesting, because that is what we do with animals. I mean, we literally stick them in zoos uh, and wa just watch them and study them. We stick like cameras in eagles nests and like watch their babies hatch and all different types of weird stuff so we're people watching too right so maybe they're people yeah. watchers yeah. right you know as above so below Capitalism is a zoo. <laughs> exactly maybe the earth is a zoo for like you know a, a higher dimensional species perhaps i mean i think yeah. this could be a simulation that's like another thing i no, I'm, I believe that we're in a simulation. That's what I believe. Whether that is a simulation that like serves some sort of purpose for like an alien species. Like, I don't know about that. That seems like if we're in a simulation, I feel like there there's just like another level of humans above us. I, I don't think that it would be a different species. That seems kind of weird. Mm. So would this be a, is this like a universe being simulated where any aliens that are doing their own thing, even visiting us, is also a part of the simulation? Mm. And that is just something that, that happens, life evolves, and then it goes and, and visits things, and that's like what happens in the simulation? Or is it like we're enclosed in our galaxy or something and and or i don't know some smaller space but it's just us and there isn't um there like was no need for them to create life on on other planets because they just wanted to observe how we behaved and to get over us trying to go to other planets they made shit so far away and put a speed limit and said you can't go yeah that fast anyway because of the laws of physics so you're kind of like kind of like trapped us on an island yeah exactly I could see that. I could see an intelligent species doing that. It seems very well designed, well thought out, you know? Yeah, I mean, we play Sims. We, we do AI stuff is working its way into video games. Like, we, we do, we're doing it. We're doing it already. Exactly. So if there yeah. is, like, another species that is similar to us, they're doing it. We know they're doing it. Yeah. They gotta be. And so, yeah, I feel like that's like really interesting to be like, you know, we want to, we want them to have the concept 
of you know like another intelligent species possibly existing but mm-hmm. we don't actually want them to ever be able to come in contact with that species perhaps that could be the yeah. case that would be sad that would be sad for me uh, we probably never figure it out so that'd be like one I'd big tease be... yeah like that's not really if cool it, if it came out. yeah that yeah would that make uh would that make life how would that make you feel? Would that make you feel that that things were like meaningless? If if we were living in a simulation? Yeah, we literally were, yeah. No, I think that that is like one of the main ways that could explain the meaning of life, right? Like because that mm. would mean that we were created with intention. We were created with like a particular purpose and perhaps we just don't know what that purpose is. So like when I think about like uh the sims or like other games right like typically when you play these games you are told what your purpose is so like that's the thing about the human experience is like we don't we apparently don't even know what our what our purpose is so that could be the purpose of the game for example is to like figure out what our purpose is um but <laughs> like no i think that if we are in a simulation and like some you know intelligent beings are like playing our characters or they even if they just created our world i think that that actually brings a lot of meaning to our lives because that means that we are we're here for a reason we just might not know what it is if they're now if they're playing our characters then what does that do to uh to our free will I don't believe in free will. We already know that. You and I actually agree on that. We already know. And for those at home, if you haven't watched it, definitely go watch that one. I think that's actually my favorite, if not my second favorite. It's like it goes back and forth in my mind of like the podcast episodes that I've done Um, because I love thinking about free will. And I actually did not know that James, um, who is a con artist and pickpocket who joined us on that episode. Once again, go check it out. Episode two. I didn't know that he didn't believe in it. Like that was a shocker to me or that he did believe mm-hmm. in it. Rather James does believe in yeah. free will. That was yeah, a shocker. Yeah. Yeah. So, you yeah, know, I don't yeah, think there's yeah. free will. And so it would check out for me. It would all check out. If we're in a simulation, it's like, Oh, this actually all makes sense. But even if it was a simulation, there could still be that randomness, mm. right? Like if we, if we so like a lot what a lot of people do who um do like theoretical astrophysics is they run a bunch of simulations and what happens is you you end up running a bunch of them and you kind of like um at, you know statistically at a certain point you get what's what a reasonable uh solution would be for whatever it is the size of a galaxy i don't know what's going on inside of a star and the the simulations on a on a like a micro scale can be very different, and I would liken that to the decisions that you and I make on a day to day basis, um, or even the outcome of a country in power over a longer history. But on a macro scale, things look uniform, like things look how they're how they're supposed to look, and so it's like no matter what you do, everything is going to end up a certain way, anyways. So maybe it's like. You you could still have free will in a simulation. I agree with you though. I don't think it's. I don't think. I think we think that we have it, but I really deep down, I don't think that we actually do. Mm-mm. Since our episode, I actually figured out what the what the name for um, 
like what to call myself, like what people who believe what I believe when it comes to the nature of free will, what we call ourselves. And it's called a, mm-hmm. a um, causal determinist. So like that's really kind of like the, the essence in the root of like why I don't believe in free will is because I do believe that mm-hmm. the, the only reason we experience free will is fundamentally because of a lack of information that we have. It's like lack of data. Mm. Like we don't know why we're making the decisions we're making, right? So we think that it's like an expression of free will or an expression of randomness. But like even even that, right? Like the concept of randomness, like there's there's even debate on whether or not that's really a thing. Like there are people who believe that randomness is just once again, like an expression of you know, a, a form of ignorance, right? Like we just don't know how mm-hmm. the equation came up with this random result, but it doesn't mean that the result itself was random. And the fact that there has to be, you know, a determined result almost says that there's there's some sort of logic that needs to be there in order for any single result to actually emerge. Because why would one outcome emerge and not another one? The fact that there is a why kind of means that there's some logic, perhaps. And so, yeah, I just can't get around the idea that I do Mm -hmm. think that everything that happens, everything that's about to happen next is directly related to what happened one second ago. And we can just trace that back and back and back. And I don't think that it's possible to do anything that doesn't relate to what has already been done. So. So that's why I think. And I think that if we had all Mm -hmm. of the data, right, like if we actually knew everything there was to know about this moment, we would be able Mm -hmm. to accurately predict what would happen next. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you had every single piece of information that is inside of your brain and everybody else's brain. Yeah. And every experience that's ever happened, then it would be like, oh, yeah, I know exactly. And the laws of the universe and all of that. Like if we had all of the information, then we would be able to accurately predict what's about to happen next. And I I think that fundamentally, we just don't have that information. And so we say it's random. Oh, it's free will. It's like, it's not free will. Like you just don't know why you made that decision. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But there's a reason. You just don't know what it is, right? That's what Mm -hmm. I think anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with that. How would it make you feel if we were in a simulation? You know, if it was, if it was a simulation that was good enough to perfectly imitate reality, then uh, it wouldn't be any different because that's literally the point is that it's the exact same thing. And so, yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't make me feel any different. I would still, it's not like you'd wake up and know that there were cheat codes uh, (laughs) the next day. So, you know, I'd, I'd feel the same. I'd still want, like, have the goals that I have. Um, I would still, I feel like I'm pretty playful anyways. Life is kind of, life is kind of like a game. We get to exist. You can have fun while you do it, or you can, like, be miserable while you do it. Um, the choice is yours. So I don't, I don't think much would, much would change. I would be curious. I would be very curious about what reality was then. Like, what's the next level up? of the people who made our simulation are they in a simulation are they the real is is there like is it simulations all the way up where was the first simulation 
or is it like connected in a like a circular chain somehow how did that process start like i would have i would be very curious if if you know if that came out um what was really going on you might jump shit no longer astrophysicist perhaps there will be a new branch in science a simulation simulation physics the physics of the simulation that could be a thing in the future perhaps yeah it's possible anything is possible if there's anything that wraps up this chat well that's my perspective i don't think that's your perspective is that your perspective no i mean <laughs> i don't think anything is possible because there's rules mm. and there's like rules uh there's the way there's like rules in the universe these you know laws of physics some of them we know very well some of them we don't know that well some i'm sure we don't know at all but there is there is rules in this in this thing apparently so i, I couldn't say anything is possible but certainly much more than than we think much more than we think is possible that's not as catchy, but we're going to go with it's it. Not, it, doesn't, it doesn't really flow. Doesn't, it doesn't really roll off the tongue, but we're going to go with it. Well, all right, Dakota, this was amazing. Thank you so much for coming here and shedding some light and some healthy scientific uh, skepticism um, onto the whole, you know, UFO congressional hearing situation. We really appreciate it. The whole uh, chat, the whole community was, you know, bringing you up. They were like, we got to get hold it here and, and so i'm really glad that we were able to make it happen um and yeah i'm sure that if this continues to progress if the aliens do tap our phones right or if the scientists are able to experiment on the the biologics that they were talking about mm -hmm. i'm sure that we we might have another conversation in the future as this as this whole situation progresses so yeah I'll be I'll be ecstatic if that happens. I'll be the first I'll be the first one on there apologizing for now I wouldn't even apologize because it's a good amount of skepticism. It's a healthy, critical scientific skepticism. Uh, but yeah, if there is if that stuff exists, I hope that it all comes to light. I'm, I'm the first that wants to know about it. Beautiful. And I think, you know, we should want our scientists to be skeptics. I think that's that's how it should be. Like, that's really how it should be. So this is great. And um, yeah, I, I hope something cool happens next. I, you know, yeah. if this is a simulation, like, I hope that we're about to, like, unlock the next level. Like, let's go. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm bored. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right, everyone. This has been another episode of the Felicia for the Wind show. Over and out. Peace.